Blog Talk Radio. Wow. Can you 
feeling electricity. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Let me take this sweatshirt off. Let me, because I'm a little buff. Let me take this off. Yeah, All get comfortable. Right. Let's go. All right, I'm ready. How okay. You, you all right? I'm good. I'm I'm good. Good, good, good. good. Let's jump right on into it with both feet, both arms, and a head, and let's go. I, I think you're the most exciting um, guest we've had, and we need that on here. <laughs> I get that a lot because, you know, you got to bring the energy to receive the energy. So if you yes. stand up and you, and you start talking, and then, you know, with a name like the one I have with all the superlatives attached to it, you, it mm-hmm. it'd be kind of backwards if I came on here, hey, how you doing? I'm G.C.A., yeah. nice to meet you. You'd be like, oh, right. come on, man, for real? You'd be like, right. for real? But I come in with this energy because this is the same way I am. People know me. Okay. Let's say I'm the people's poet. I'm not, you know, a mainstream type of guy, even though, you know, I've done the thing. And I just like to bring it. I'm glad this is God's gift, and it flows through my pen, and it flows through my voice, and I'm fortunate, you know, to be able to do what I love to do and, you know, make a living at it pretty good. So I'm fortunate that way. So I just got to bring it. <laughs> and I think some right. of the guests you had on before me, you got some pretty famous, pretty well-known guests. So I got this. I'm, I'm privileged to be here with you, and I yes. want to show out. So I, I showed up, so I want to show out. That's all. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm with it, too. Mario, you ready? Okay, we're just going to get started. Um, tell me about the 24 orgasms. Tell me about that. What's that about? <laughs> 24, the book of 24 orgasms voted the sexiest book of 2011. One of the African American on the Move book clubs top ten books that make you go, ooh. <laughs> First of all, um, the Book of Twenty Four Orgasms is a departure from contemporary mainstream quote unquote erotica. The difference between my book and a lot of what you hear that has the erotica denotation to it. Um, and a lot of what you may read is that there is the lack of offensive or vulgar references, no use of expletives whatsoever, meaning I can turn you on without turning you off with what I say or what's written. I can talk about what I have as a man and what you have as a woman without sounding like I'm on Cinemax after dark. Mm. Metaphors and similes that allude to the sensuality, things that are human. It's human to uh, in, engage in relations of a carnal nature. It's human. It, it's part of the whole reproduction process, no doubt. And it's also fun to do as well, no doubt. But the book of 24, as, as, as you might have seen in the reviews, is an intelligent way to do, go about it. I, you can sit there, you pour your glass of wine, you can sit there quiet, you can sit with someone else. So, you know, this is what I've been told now. And enjoy yourself because it's a nice ride. It's like riding a Mercedes high number as opposed to riding a Hyundai. No just anybody riding a Hyundai, but you get the comparison. So I wrote it because I love beautiful women. So I'm around all the time. And from what I read a lot of times from friends on Facebook and they talk to me on my page, 
They needed something. They needed a departure from the crudeness that they get all the time. So I felt as though it was my responsibility to do that. Um, and so I did. Uh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I really love the energy that you are bringing to this show. Um, Thank you. Okay, so let's let's go back. Tell me, how long have you been writing poetry? I know I see it on here, but I want you to tell some of our listeners that, that never heard of you or don't know, like, where you came from, how long you've been writing, what sure. inspires you. Yeah, let's go with that. Great. No problem. No problem. Great question. Uh, I, I officially began writing poetry in 2007, August of 2007. Um, as has been well documented, I was behind a prison sentence in uh, Ashland, Kentucky, where I wrote, and that's in 30 days I wrote my very first book, The Confessional mm-hmm. Heart of a Man. And I like to say, and this is a, like an add-on to or an addendum to what you asked me, but I like to say that my three books um, that have been written were written through trying times. The Confessional Heart of a Man while I was incarcerated. Um, the Book of 24 Orgasms, I was in a bad union, um, not necessarily positive, and the mind, the, the mind of a poetic unsub, which will be released March 24th, was was written. Uh, started I started writing it when I was in the hospital um, this past August. I spent a few days in the hospital, but I started writing on some of the napkins and so some of the poems. So I like to say they were under trying times. And the thing about having being a man of faith, which I like to think I am, is that, and, and you can turn negatives, what might seem as negatives, into positives fall forward, as it were. You trip and fall, wow, there's a $50 bill on the ground. Boom. If I wouldn't have failed, I wouldn't have seen the $50. I wouldn't have saw the $50. Excuse my grammar right there. So mm-hmm. um, I started in 2007 um, with the first book, The Confessional Heart of a Man, which was very therapeutic for me. You know, as people, we are imperfect. So a lot of times, even though we are strong, some of us, we still carry some baggage with us. We have some things from my childhood, from experiences, whatever, that we carry with us. And that book helped me purge a lot of that, helped me get a lot of that out of me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, and I did. And I was fortunate because it did very well. <laughs> One of the few books that can actually, books of poetry that you actually say, according to poetry standards, was best selling, uh, critically acclaimed. And it sort of put me, well, not sort of, but it put me on the map as a poet slash author. And then, um, I led into the Book of 24 Orgasms, which you just previously asked me about. But i got to give mm-hmm. a quick footnote. Um, I never thought I could write a book like that, let alone a poem of any sort of sensuality. I never thought that was really in me. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was in a not-so-great place as far as a union. I'm not ashamed to say that because it was. But I'm gone, and it's good. Now it's good. You can sit back and chuckle at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But... Um, <laughs> but um, I wrote it during some of those nights when I, I spent by myself. Um, and these were things I like to convey uh, or something, things I like to indulge with a beautiful woman who was with me. And so that came about through there. Um, and then finally, The Mind of a Poetic Unsub. Uh, when I wrote this, um, as I said, I had been in the hospital for a few days. Um, I, was, I was in an angry place, and I wanted to give more of myself. To people, I can write very good narratives. As a lot of people know, um, my, my style is somewhat of, of, akin to storytelling. But in this in this book, it, it's very close to being an autobiography as you can get in a book of poetry, because I tell everything, every, e- everything that has to do with me that went on since I left 
since I arrived home in 2008 to maybe a few weeks ago when I finally finished. It's well documented on my page. I interact with my supporters. I don't have fans because fans are temporary and fickle. Supporters stay with you, good, bad, up, down, sales, whatever the case, supporters stay with you. I have supporters, and I'm proud to say that. I was very interactive with them in this mind of an unsub. They screened some of the poems that are in there. Um, they were with me while I wrote the book. Or some people who know me really well and are friends of mine checked on me, texted me, because it was a really trying experience to write this book, but it was really therapeutic as well. And I can't wait for people to read it. Uh, it's intense. Um, so if you read the book, if the book of 24 orgasms was your first introduction to me, um, this is going to blindside you. This is like walking down State Street when we still have the project and, and mm. you're not being from here. You being from Pleasantville or somewhere like that. And I'm talking about uh, 70s, 80s uh, projects when it was really rough after 10 o'clock and here you are, la, 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 la down the street. It's that right. like a rude awakening when you read this book. So uh, <laughs> that what inspires me, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember everything you asked me, but I was always taught make sure you answer the first question then go down the line. <laughs> So okay. what, what inspires me to write uh, is life itself, the things I see. If anybody ever goes to my page, I mean, I write every day and multiple times during the day because I love poetry. Poetry is mm-hmm. uh, poetry after my mama and my, the woman my daughter will be the best woman I've ever known. Poetry is the best woman I've ever known because uh, she doesn't ask much of me except my best and doesn't give back nothing to me except her best. And, and so when she asks that of me and gives that of me, I have no choice but to give it to her. So I write consistently. I share. I don't care if somebody checks like or comment. People are reading and they like it. It's, it's just the truth. It's not being braggadocious or whatever the case may be. It's the truth. Uh, Haku, Sinquain, Sestinas, whatever the style is, I can write it. And I like sharing with people because sometimes somebody might read something that has nothing to do with selling a book or selling a CD or a ticket to a show. Somebody may read something and they pick their day up, you know, you, mm-hmm. and, and which leads to my second thing. I am a huge proponent of being around beautiful women. I am a huge proponent. A lot of people talk about it, a lot of men say that, yeah, I want to. No, 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 no. I am around beautiful women all the time, whether they uh the same house we occupy, we interact on Facebook or Twitter, they text messages, call, and we hang out or whatever. I'm around beautiful women all the time. It's the, it's the most beautiful thing to be GPA because I am afforded the opportunity to be around beautiful women all the time. And that inspires my writing. If you look and see what, I, what some of the stuff I write, matter of fact, hold on, let me, let me just drop something right now. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I got, I'm not going to try to put my business out there. I'm single at the moment. And just working on it, working on me, and hopefully she's working on her, and then we can work on us together when we finally merge. Mm-hmm. But this is my ideal for this beautiful woman when she comes home to work. This is what I would like for her to do. Okay. <clears throat> Leave your robe right where it is. I'd rather my T-shirt I would rather see you in. You slip your preference of garments to cover your posterior it can be a thong, boy shorts, or just the air surrounding us. But I love seeing you in my T-shirt. Though larger than normal, your accentuations make aspect irrelevant. Believe this, you are who my shirt was really meant. This time I chose for you to color red. Your skin is already vibrant, but the fiery passion color enhances. 
My eyes see every thread grabbing at, longing for, thirsting for your flesh. You are a diva, so you coordinate accessories accordingly. Your broad discarded calls are necessary, but the fire engine red are the color of the thongs and the heels. You sashay sensually seducing me, giving my boxers then the atmosphere something granted to feel. My pectorals aren't the same as those tantalizing treasures known crudely as your breath. I could stare till blindness overcomes me, but my vision trails the radiant breast. You continue your fashion show, standing tall back to me. I inhale to catch my breath. I see how your backside pushes the tail of my shirt up and out, and it never looked like that on me. It never looked like that on me. You lean forward as if the wall were a pole, your body forming a tempting 90-degree angle. My appendage is full-grown, hard enough to pierce, long enough to strangle. I beckon you. You finger paws a sign for me to wait. Without your eyes leaving me, your feet slide from your heels. Your thong is lifted and allowed to descend. You move to continue, but I rush to your personal space saying, Leave my T-shirt on, my T-shirt on you, from the book of 24 orgasms, my poem. Hold on, I'm in my house. There's a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of stuff going on here. I like that one. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that, y'all. I'm in a, I'm yes. in the back cave and <laughs> didn't mute the, the, the house phone. <laughs> Got you on the cell phone. I apologize for everybody that there. One of those technical things. One of those, uh, what, what they call the thing after the Janet Jackson, the garment slip? Well, that was a technical <laughs> slip. I do apologize. You're okay. <laughs> you okay. You okay. Okay, we're going to go to break real quick. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a break right quick, and we'll be back. Okay.
We are back. Uh, for those of you who just tuned in tonight, our um, guest is GPA, Greatest Poet Alive, Livingston. And he has just graced us with his energy. Oh, my God. I don't think we've ever had a guest like this um, <laughs> with so much excitement, but I'm enjoying it. Um, I have my co-host with me today, Mario, and I have DeAndrea on the line. So um, we're just going to jump back into our interview. Mario, you, you have anything for me? Yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. And thank you. You're, you're pretty much the you're pretty much the bust around the poetry because you got a lot of energy, bro. You have a lot of energy, man, and and, and we're feeling it right now, and we need it. But I want to. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to you, you a little bit more about about the uh, article that I read when you were in the Sun Times, the Chicago Sun Times. Can you sure. talk to us a little bit more about that the article because even the Sun Times want to know who was the greatest poet alive. You know what I mean? So can you talk to the listeners about that? Sure, no problem. The the article and and, and you have to understand. I am. I understand who I am and, and, and what I do. And, and what I mean by that is saying is I'm a poet, and mm-hmm. I'm an author as well, but I'm a poet first and foremost. Poets uh, are looked upon as, or poetry, and then the poets who practice the genre are looked upon as archaic because spoken word is so prominent, and that's not a slight or, or a diss when I say that. That's just the simple truth. So you, and, then, and then so many people label themselves poets that, wow, I mean, just on Facebook alone, it's probably over a million poets, let alone people who aren't on Facebook just walking the planet or whatever the case may be. So you had to have something. My thought was you need something to separate yourself so someone will look at your talent, because there's a lot of talented writers, people who write poetry, no doubt about it. Uh, Whatever the case may be, whatever the theme uh, of the poetry, respectively, there are a lot of talented people. So in order for someone to take a look at you, you need something, and I'm a big wrestling fan as well. So I've taken some of that. I've taken some of those characteristics, came up with a something that I aspire to be every time I pick up the pen and every time I step in front of the microphone. I have no I have no problem telling you unequivocally. When I pick up a pen, when I step in front of the microphone, when you see me or whatever the case may be, you hear me, I believe right then and there that I am the best. And when you said ever earlier, um, Smoke, when you said ever, I, that's my aspiration to be mentioned uh, as one of the best ever. But oh. when I do what I do, I think I'm the best. I, I have no okay. problem telling you that. And I, and I right. try to believe that I back up what I say. But in reference to the article, uh, the gentleman, I, I really believe um, he could have done a little bit more research. Uh, and I told him afterwards because he, one of the questions when we interviewed, when he interviewed me, he said, you know, no one – knows who you are. I said, who did you ask? I said, there are a lot of people who who are prominent, quote-unquote, prominent in spoken word or in poetry, and if you mention their name on the street, no one will know who you're talking about. Let's just say Maya Angelou or Nikki Giovanni um, or anybody like that. No one really knows would know who you were talking about. It's all right. uh, subjective. So my thing was, did you do? Did you Google me? Did you Bing me? Did you Yahoo me? Because there's, like, multiple pages uh, and when I say multiple, I'm not talking about three or four. I'm talking about 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 pages of GPA interviews, book reviews, appearances, so, so on and so forth. And that's not me being um, 
whatever. I get accused of being arrogant. I'd rather be arrogant than lack of self-esteem. So, um, right. So he didn't do his research. He and he didn't do. And, and let's not even talk about the charitable work I do. Well, let's not even go into that because you know charity just speaks for itself. But let's you know he didn't do his research. So the 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 thing that was great about the article, like I said, you always make something that might seem like a negative into a positive, is that more people start listening to me. More people went out and got the confessional heart of a man. More people came out to shows where I had coat drives or things like that and said, oh, my goodness, wait a minute, this is all. And they wanted to see for themselves. A name like Greatest Born Alive makes you say, let me see what this guy's about. What? What? He's got to be really something. And the worst thing that can happen is, you know, he might be not be the greatest sport alive, but he's pretty darn good. And there's nothing wrong. Let me get his book. Or let me do this. Or let me do that. So you know who I am. Here's the thing. Uh, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of poets. You know who I am. There are a lot of people say, I can't stand GPA, but they know who I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm in history. <laughs> I mean, let's not. Very few. Let's just keep it very honest. We're all family here right now. Keep it very honest. The whole purpose a lot of times we do things is to be the best. We we do it to be the best. When you come on with your show, your show is put together, I see you. I, I went on your page, and, and, and you got the people who you're trying to reach, who have some prominence, get them on your show, how you're trying to go about doing it, who you're reaching out to, because guess why? Because you want to have the best show on Blog Talk Radio. It's, it, it's nothing yeah. wrong with that. That's what we're supposed to do. It's what we tell our kids to. So when I do this poetry, when I write the poetry, when I speak out to ladies who make up the majority of my supporters, if not all of them, um, I'm at my best for them. So if, if, do I think I'm better than anybody else? No. Do I think I'm the best, me, the best poet? Yes. When I pick up the pen, yes. When I step in front of the microphone, yes. Am I going to give you 110%? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I hope that answers that. I, you know, I, I, I hope I didn't go around it. If I did, let me know what I didn't answer so I can directly answer it. Yeah, you, you pretty much answered it because, like, I talk to Tiffany all the time because I'm a poet, you know, and I'm I'm more so of the Langston Hughes type of guy. And when oh I'm writing, I feel, I feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm I'm great. You know what I mean? I feel like my God put these thoughts in my head, so they got to be great for me to put them on the pen and, and, and on the paper, you know what I mean? So... I feel you, man, I, and I respect your craft because I'm inside that craft too. And another part, another part about the article that I read for those who that don't know nothing about the article is it, the Sun Times, Chicago Sun Times archive. You you had a poem about Facebook. Like, can you talk to us? Can you talk to us about the poem about Facebook that you wrote on YouTube? Sure, no problem. And I want to tell you, Mario, when you you just I don't even know you. But I got mad love for you because you named, in my opinion, perhaps the greatest poet of all time, who was my favorite. Yes. yes. Who was my favorite? So, brother, I love, I love you for that. Thank, thank you for saying that. Um, no in answer to your question, the the, the Facebook poem, as, as everyone knows, Facebook is very addictive. Um, mm-hmm. it's just what it is. I put that on my support page one day. Starbucks, Facebook, reality TV, and something else should be regulated because they're all addictive. I put Twitter, too. They're all addictive. So during that time, I was involved in a competition um, called the Poetry Pentathlon, which I won um, in 2010. It was with a bunch of other poets 
You had to go through these rigors, different, uh, you had the writing styles, and so on and so forth. And that was the poem idea for a rant. And the basic premise of the poem was uh, just a poem form. When, when a couple years ago, Facebook had, you know, Facebook always changes stuff. Well, like, I don't know if anyone remembers, they used to have highlights on the side, on the right side, something somebody posted of a poem or a video or something, and it would scroll down the right side. It would be those highlights, something you or your friends did. Or they would have this. Now it's the timeline. And, and so my poem was just a little spoof on things always changing, uh, how you can get poked, how you can be chatting with one friend and some other friends see you chatting, and they were, hey, they're speaking to you because they see you on chat or whatever. So it was just a little play on the whole Facebook phenomenon. You know, that, that, that's basically all. It was just having a little fun. The, the beautiful thing about poetry is um, true poetry, I had to say that, is that it allows you to be expressive and talk about many things, whether it ranges from being locked up to sensual to having fun with something like poetry. I mean, excuse me, something like Facebook. So that that was the premise behind it. I was just having a little fun. That was at the Quaker House, great spot that we used to have. So I, that was always fun. I was having a great time doing that there. <laughs> Oh, wow, Hallelujah. that's amazing. Because I, I actually got a yes, call on Facebook, too. Oh, do you? Yes. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry if I'm answering. Let me apologize. I'm sorry if I'm answering. Uh, it's coming like in a delay. So, like, if I say yeah. something, then there's, like, a silence, and then you say something, so I don't mean to seem like I'm slow. It's just that no. I'm one of the few, I'm one of the few people remaining that still has a Blackberry, so it's coming in mm. and slow. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. Yes, uh, I do have a form actually on Facebook right now in my notes called Facebook. And when I see your your Facebook form, I'm like, wow, great mind think alike. You know what I mean? So I want to get on that one also because I, I I've been studying. I've been studying, you, bro. And you got a lot of stuff, man. You have a lot of things, bro. And I'm I want to know. I have one more question. Like. What is your favorite poem that you wrote? Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, I, I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. Wow! Uh, you know what? Had you asked me that last year, this time, I would have had an easy answer for you. I would have told you it was locked up. I would, I would have told you easy. It was locked up because um, it was so raw and gritty. I'm a big Fifty Cent fan, so. Some of the stuff uh, rubs off on me certain times. Some of that you don't see. I just I post that, but it rubs off on me sometimes. I was told you locked up. Now I would have to say my favorite poem is – I'm going to give you two. I'm a tile. One is from the Book of 24 Orgasms called 120 Minutes Before Midnight, and the other one is the first uh, single off my CD, The GPA Experience. It's called Mad About You. Um, and, yeah, Mad About You. I might even have to slightly get Mad About You to edge. It's just a man speaking to a woman when she asked him to tell her how he feels. And so he goes about telling her in a given day how he's how he feels, how he's mad about her. It's a really passionate poem, really intense. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my favorite. Mad About You is my favorite. You got it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You know what? I'm over here because I'm over here posting 
I'm posting some of his uh, one of his reviews I found. Let me just read some of it. Um, I think it's from Amazon. He received four stars and flavor rating eight snaps. <laughs> Never seen that before. But um, it says the confession of a heart, the confessional heart of a man by the greatest poet alive, a.k.a. Mark Livingston, is more like reading the story of a man's life than a poetry book. Although the stories are shared in a poetic format, GPA takes you through a variety of stages of his life. On his journey, I experience his thoughts and feelings around love, life, relationships, heartache, betrayal, infidelity, desires, and issues around skin color. Wow. Mental boundaries and physical confinement. Many of his pieces are straightforward, being able to understand the topic immediately, while others, due to his choice of format or the use of metaphors, force me to think and reflect over the words and possible meaning behind them. Wow. The interesting thing for me in experiencing the writings of this man, this poet, I feel he reveals so much of himself, how he thinks and views life, causing me to desire to have a better insight into his personal story, which I am sure I would then take on a different interpretation of his rhythmic rhythmic form of self-expression. In the years I've been involved with poets and writers, I have to come to realize I have come to realize that writing is a form of purging from their souls. But through this, finding a sense of solace, I sense this is the case for GPA. I recommend this book to all that appreciate reading of life's ups and downs through a poetic form of storytelling. I strongly believe that many will be able to relate to his poems or at least understand and appreciate the thoughts and feelings behind them. I look forward to future publications written by this poet and great storyteller. Wow. <laughs> That's um I, I don't want to say awesome. They they say I always say awesome and wow, but I, I got to wow this. I got to wow this, for real. Thank so you. I, um, I had to post that on Facebook. I appreciate so that. Thank you very much. I do that. appreciate that. No um, problem. The, 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 when I wrote The Confessional Heart of a Man, I was very raw as an author. Um. I had no clue, and I'm not ashamed to admit I had no clue about how all I knew how to do was promote myself because I believed in myself. You know, I believe in God first and foremost, and I believe that God sent me here to do something, and I spent a lot of these decades trying to figure it out. And then finally, in a place where you might think is abysmal, uh, such as a prison cell, I figured out, hey, this is what I'm supposed to do. Let me do this, richer or poorer, better or worse, and I'm married to poetry. Um, I say I wrote in a poem in the mind of a poetic unsub that uh, I wasn't married to the person who was my wife then. I was actually married to poetry and was cheating on her by being married to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because poetry's always been the one. She's always been the one, and I never saw her. She was that girl at the dance who had the big glasses and the pigtails, and I, I, I didn't see her. I, I slept on her. And she just kept hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, until finally I saw her. She she got a makeover or something and said, hey, here I am. And I was like, okay, I'm going with you. 
and I'm going with her. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with her. So I say that to say that was the confessional heart of a man. And the way the confessional heart of a man, for people who read it, they know it was kind of hard, kind of intense. I added some steroids to the confessional heart of a man and made it the mind of a poetic unsub. This is, I was angry. Now, a lot of people who know me know I'm not angry. I'm not an angry dude. I like to laugh. I, man, I like Batman. Batman, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I like Batman. I like PlayStation. I, you know, I'm a big, I make chocolate shakes at the crib, excuse me, at my home. Sorry for the colloquialism, people. At my, at my home. So, so um, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. You know, I wake up every day that I'm fortunate to wake up, so I'm good. But in this book, in, in, in the first part of it, I was angry. And so I got some of that off of me. And then in the next chapter, I felt like flexing. I felt like trying to own up to that title that I, I said that, that people sort of get at me about. So I flexed some poetic muscle with a few different styles, some archaic, some that you don't see very often, and I flexed them in, in the next chapter. And then the, the last chapter, I gave you some love poetry, what I'm kind of famous for. I want, and let me say this, if there are any women who are in the chat room, if there are any women who are listening on the phone, who, who listen to me, who read the stuff I write, and those of you who haven't, listen very close to what I'm about to say right now. Listen very closely. I don't write to get with you because I'm handsome, so that's, that's really not a problem. I don't write to get with you. I don't write to persuade you to buy a book. I don't write to do any of that. I write so if you read something that I write, you smile. You maybe even blush. Maybe you might get a little moist. You feel good about yourself dealing with GPA, and I, you're not even dealing with GPA. I rhyme out loud with the passion I rhyme for because I think that I'm rhyming towards you. And you can walk away thinking he was talking to me. You can take, matter of fact, let me do this for you right now. Come closer. Turn off everything you're listening to, and I want you to just sit there and relax. Clear your head of today's day, whatever went on at work, your commute. Relax for a minute and let me talk to you. If you were to ask me right now how I feel about you, and I was so fortunate to be the man to be able to tell you, this is what I would tell you. I'm mad about you. I'm mad about you as this morning I sat at the breakfast table, and I was hating the fact that you weren't here sharing that turkey bacon pancake, orange juice, and coffee the same way Cain hated his brother Abel. See, I woke up this morning and the sun was shining. And, yes, it was cold outside, but it wouldn't have matter if it did rain so long as you were here. See, after that, I got up this morning, I got on my knees, and I thank God. I thank God for putting air in my lungs so I can breathe, letting sight come to my eyes so I can see, sound come in my ears showing that I can still hear, voice so I can talk, tongue taste, fingers move on my extremities, those toes, everything about me, I'm alive and healthy, this beautiful family I'm a part of, and you, this wonderful woman in my life. I got up from prostration. I lost my private stocks, and I went to the gym, and I did some push-ups. Started out with some bench presses, some flats, some inclines, some decline, and then I did some triceps. So then when we're walking down the street, you on the inside, me on the outside closer to the street, I look like the man that can protect you like I'm supposed to because I'm mad about you. 
And then I returned home, and I showered, and because I'm dark-skinned, that's right, I said I'm dark-skinned, I don't use lotion or baby oil. I use olive oil so that when you remove these coals from me in moments of intimacy, I'm ebony and not ashy because I'm mad about you. And see, you might listen to my voice and say, poet, you sound aggressive. You sound antagonistic. You sound angry. I tell you, no, love. It's just the passion in my heart that beats for you. It's the opposite extreme because you walk across my mind constantly in thoughts. You are the sole occupant of all my fond memories, and you are the inspiration for all my fantasies and my dreams. I'm mad about you. I'm mad about you. And see, I am a poet. So in the morning, after I've done everything I just described to you, I write poems to and about you. During the day when I'm supposed to be working, I'm writing poems to and about you. On my way home from my travels, I'm writing poems to and about you. And we can't sleep at night because before we make love, during we're making love, and after we're making love, I'm reciting poems to and about you. And I write and recite these poems to touch all your sensibilities. Maybe I can put something on your mind so you think about me. Maybe I can touch your heart so you feel fondly for me. Or maybe I can write a book called A Book of 24 Orgasms so you can get rid of the battery-operated boyfriend and the batteries and let me touch you because I'm mad about you. I'm mad about you. I'm mad about you, and I found the glitch that solves the matrix. It was taught to me by a wise man. His name was Mr. Fix. And I tell you, that is my dearly departed dad, and that is not to make you sad. It's just from a father to a son, he shared the knowledge that he had, and this is what he said. He said, son, it's biblical. From Adam, Eve was created to be with Adam. And he said, for the true fruition of God's plan, from man, woman was created to be with man. He said, son, find yourself a good woman. So love, as you stand there, looking like you can only look. Know that when you aren't around and I wake up and start my day like I just described, I'm mad about you. I'm mad about you. That's my poem. Woo! Okay, <laughs> we need a break. We need a break. Um, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back.
are back and if you just tuned in tonight our guest is GPA the greatest poet alive Livingston and he is blowing our airways up do y'all hear me <laughs> uh, seriously wow um wow okay um guys tell me don't say that anyway um Really, you you really I love the energy that you bring and I love how passionately you sell yourself like you selling it. You and it's not <laughs> just like you selling uh you know, just to be selling a product cuz it's a company I work for. No, it's like this is you all day That's long. Me. So, I love it. That's how we all should be. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I can only that. be me. I can only I be who it. I am. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I have a question for you, and it's going to be sure. it may be a question because this question was asked to me like some years ago, so I want to ask you this question from a poet to a poet. What you think, like if if Langston Hughes was alive or my my Angelou was in your presence, what you think they would say about your your poetry? Mm. Honestly. Believe in, and I've been told this by some. I met G- Nikki Giovanni. I, I answer your question, and I'll tell you what happened when I met Nikki Giovanni. Um, I honestly think they would commend me because I try to be in the spirit of what they do. I always tell people, even in my central poetry, in reference to Langston Hughes, he never said this or that or this or that. He never said that. He never cursed in his poetry. He didn't do that. He, he didn't take forever to get a point across in a poem. He didn't do that. Matter of fact, I think the genius that Langston used, forgive me for digressing, was his brevity. The fact that in about four or five lines, he had written a poem, and he made you laugh or made you think, and he was done. So I think they would commend me. I think they would love me. I think they would ask me about the name, and I would tell them the same answer I gave you guys, and they, and they would get it. But I, I honestly think, like you, and I want to read some of your stuff, Mario. But like you, because uh, you write obviously from the way you from the way you ask these questions, and just getting that vibe from you, you write. So we have similar mindsets. If there was more poetry, and not the segregation of genre, if there was more poetry, then we would all be just one family. And I, and I think then we would just then we would just be looking towards them. We look towards Langston Hughes. He would be leading us like he did the Harlem Renaissance. Um, I, I, this is just what I think. But I think they would look upon me favorably. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I like to think so. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, when I, I, I answered that question, I said, well, like, you pretty much don't tell me that keep my heart warm, you know what I mean? Like, your heart is warm, but keep it warm. And I feel like my Angelo, she would probably say that when, when you're going to be able to say something else to me, you know what I mean? Like, right. these people that came before us, and they see the energy that we bring in, into this day and age, they can't help but to be proud of us because we got a lot of passion into what we're doing. So I want to say yeah. thank you again, man, because, like, thank your you. energy is off the charts, man. Like I said, you bust around to me. I'm going to call you bust around. So your <laughs> energy is, is so crazy, like, Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I just like to bring it. I just – I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean – I mean, it's not only you trying to sell your crap, but you you being real. You're not being scripted with what you're doing. You it's, it's your passion. Like you said, you're married yeah. to your poem. I'm married to poetry. You know what I'm saying? This, yeah. I love it. You know what I mean? I love going to spoken word. I love hearing the people write or, or read things. You know, I just love it. You know what I mean? I love to hear a mind talk through the mouth. So I commend you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like I said, I look forward to reading some of your stuff. I really do. I'm going to connect with you. As soon as we get all this down, I'm going to connect with you. I really look forward to networking with you. And and I don't know if you're here in Chicago, but there's a lot of things I go to with open mics uh, and things that that well, not known. Let me don't lie. Let me don't don't tell a lie. I don't go to a lot of open mics. Um, I used to host my own. I I don't do it. Um, I just don't. I'd rather, to be honest with you all, and I like saying y'all, if there's one thing that's chinking the grammar armor, I love saying y'all. Don't ask me why that is. I guess I spent the time in Kentucky, and I just didn't leave y'all there. So I like saying y'all. I, I like writing just y'all read. I, I, that's cool. I mean, I get an audience every day when I when I log on, just just writing, you know, hey, and people like, they like it or whatever, or they, or they don't like it, but they read, and I'm cool with that. That's what it's all about for me. I, I'm cool with that. So, you just, you just yeah, like me, man. Cool. I, I do that, too. Y'all have some great questions. Y'all have some great I mean, questions, man. Sometimes you get on some of these shows, and they ask you some more nonsense. He'd be looking through the phone like, for real? Great questions. Thank you. But you, but you know what? It's like, like we talk about on every show that we do. We're not script. This is not something that we sit here and plan. Like, okay, today we're gonna have him on the show. That's that's A B C D E F G. This, you know what I'm saying? This stuff that comes from the heart, you know. And I'm the type of yeah person that I love to write, and I don't really do spoken words no more. I just love to write. Like, when I say write, yeah. I got over thousands of poems just sitting there. So when somebody want to read something, there you go. You give me your, your emphasis up. on it. I, I love to I write, wanna read man. Like, I want to read some of your stuff. I, I, I'm just oh, yeah. I'm going to go online. I, I want to read some of your stuff. So, just, okay. man, we, we, we want to connect. I like, I like your mindset, brother. I, I, I appreciate I, it, I, man. I, Miss Tiffany, if you don't mind me saying something real quick, and I hope you don't take it. Go ahead. So what Go I'm about ahead. to say to you, Tiffany, oh. you are beautiful. I just wanted to say that. I just oh, wanted to tell you that. thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank thanks you. I appreciate that. I, pray, I never turn yep. down compliments. Thank you. No, no doubt. Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> you, sometimes you, tell, you know, hey, you, you get some of these things, and then, you know, when you get, you get a, somebody finds out you're a poet, they figure you're just hitting them with words, trying to do something. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. No, right. I'm just, you know, hey, okay, right. Um, I have a question Sure Um, With um, all of your I do say um a lot But I'm working on it Okay Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I have a question. Considering all of your um, poems that you write and, um, like I said before, how passionate you are about them, and you, so that that would be two books for you? Is um, that correct? For the third one on the way. Okay, two books for the third one on the way. I got, I got third one on the way. Yeah. Okay. Do you self-publish or are you under a publishing company? Um, great question. Uh, the first one, yeah. I self-published because I didn't know any better. And they got, until I had my own website and my own PayPal, they got most of the, and I sold a bunch of books on the first, the conventional, I sold a bunch of books. Um, and so they got most of the money. The second one was self-published with a collective I, I um, performed with, uh, Waiting for the Bus. It was exact, exact, I got a big lip, so they got in the way, excuse me, exact change mm-hmm. press. Um, they, they, we produced, we uh, published the Book of 24 Orgasms, and I'm self-publishing The Mind of a Poetic Unsub. And then once, after this book is done, then I'm really just on my own. It'll be GPA publishing going forward. Oh, great. Um, oh, wow. It'll, it'll, be, GP, it'll be GPA everything, uh, every, everything. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, okay. Okay. I always um like to know that because sure. I try to always um push self publishing. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, let me just say this real quick on the tail end of that. I'm so glad you brought that up. Listen, anybody who's out there who's interested in writing a book, let me just tell you something. Do your research. People promise you, like our universe, and I, I didn't mean to say the name, but I did. So okay, our universe. Okay, no, go, is come with that, because I thought they had great um, packages. Come on with it. Come on, I want to hit it. They, 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 they do have. Okay, this, and, and I'll be as brief as I can with this. Um, do your research, because for me, for our universe, I, they probably didn't expect me to sell, you know, thousands of books. They, they probably didn't expect that. So, so they were happy to see when people, you know, they were happy to see that. But for me starting out, I didn't know anything about getting a printer. I, I thought that's just the way you did it. I didn't know anything about self-publishing. So mm-hmm. the cool thing was I paid my money, I got my book made, and I was able to buy my books and go to book fairs and all that type of stuff. So that was easy for me my first time out. Going forward, I wanted more autonomy, so I had to, have, I had to be more hands-on, so I, needed, I couldn't have them doing the stuff because I can't look over their shoulder. But when I'm working like I am now, I can walk myself every step of the way. I can put my hand on it. I like this cover. No, I don't like this cover. But mm-hmm. do your research because I universe Oscar House and just there's another tidbit that people don't know. They're all under the same auspices. Oscar House, mm-hmm. I universe. Uh, it's another one called Urban's or there's something like that. There are a couple of them. There are like five of them, and they're all under the same umbrella. So mm-hmm. and they're all out of Indiana. If you ever take a look. They're all out of Indiana, some part of Indiana. So just do your research on what works for you as an author. If you're somebody that's hands-on and has some resources, then you got to uh, get your own ISBN number. Um, get right. your own person to make your cover. Do all that. If not, if you just need to get started you want to produce a book and want somebody else to do it, then look into the best package for you. Because truth be told, when I got with our universe the first time out, I mean, those first 50 books, were hot because after I sold those, I made the money back that I invested in there, so I was off and running from that point going forward. So it wasn't mm-hmm. a bad look. It's just that as time went on, it wasn't so much of a good look for me if somebody wanted to order a book until I had my own resources. So it's, it's all up to you. Just be diligent. 
Don't just rush right. blindly into it, just like anything. I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, wow. I did my research. I just haven't um, I've been sitting on my book for about ten years. Uh, th- this is the year two thousand and two thousand twelve is the year I'm gonna publish. But so we that's what that I used to do. We gotta get that book out. Ain't gotta, gotta get, get that out. Book out. I'm so sick. I'm so sick of talking about it. But now that I've been busy and with you- the show. And I also I'm a photographer too, so it's like wow, just just the show itself though, it's not you know blew up like I want it to be, but it's pretty busy. Just looking through um, answering emails back and forth, and um, even like within the no, last two days we've been no. emailing back and forth, and then Facebook, and then no. Twitter, and yeah. So you doing it? No, 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 no. I did my research on you. You, you, I always do that. Um, you, you doing it? And I'm so glad to be alive. Like I said, I thought, oh, my goodness. She, she had one name on the show a couple of days before, uh, the, the gentleman with Tyler Perry. I said, wait a minute, GPA, you come right after him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was so like, excited wow. about I mean, that. That's yeah. really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. And I, I do my own cool. PR contact and all of that. I have to do myself. Oh, wow. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. That is definitely what's up. Wow. <laughs> um, let me see. Did I have hmm? anything else for you? Um, you know, oh, I want to let our listeners know if anyone wants to call in with questions or comments, feel free to call in. The number is three four seven two one five eight seven one two. I don't see anybody. You know, when you call in, I think you have to press one if you want to be. Um, yeah, you have to press one if you have a question, and then it'll notify me, and then I can bring you on air. If not, feel free to. Some people don't want to call in; they want to. Um, you can type your name in the chat, your your question in the chat. We do have the chat room open, and nobody's in there but me and Mario. But <laughs> wow. feel free to join us in the chat or Facebook. My page is open Follow on Facebook, like Twitter. Me. So yeah. Um, well, I people took the day off. They didn't uh, come to the thing to visit me. That's okay. I'm away to the chat room. Look at me. This is me waving. <laughs> the chat room. But you know what? We have a lot of people that go back and listen to the show also. Like, oh, um, no. I think I posted, a couple of days ago I, I we did the Martin Luther King. Hmm? I show posted. I show when I, I'm on the show, I take the link yeah. and I put it as part of my uh, rolling profile. I put it on my page. I put it on Twitter. I do all that. So, yeah. Right. Right, and then I post it as well, too, on your page and mine. So it's okay, though. People do go back and listen to the show. Um, we just did the show Monday on Martin Luther King, and we did it down at the studio. It was so noisy, but um, I think we had two listeners that <laughs> two live listeners. So, you know, hey, oh, well, if I have zero, right. guess what? I'm still going to be on here, so.
stuff I've been getting texted. I don't know who's on the phone. If you can see who's like on the phone line, but I, I, I can. I, I can. I have um, two other seven seven three numbers, but nobody pressed the, the uh, thing to. I don't know if they want to get on air or not. I did have somebody okay. say they was gonna call in and talk to you and surprise you, but I don't. I don't know. I oh, have wow. a six one eight area call. I don't know if he called. I talked to him yesterday. He's also a poet. Um, okay. But yeah, he's from Chicago too. So I don't. I don't know if this is him or not. Nobody's. Y'all gotta press one if you want to come on air. I don't want to, cause a lot of times what was happening was we had all these people on the call lines, and then when I go to them, then they hang up because they don't want to be on air. So <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, we're gonna take another quick uh, break, and we'll be right back. All right. Back and for those of you who just tuned in with us, this is Black Writer's Face, and our guest tonight is GPA Livingston, the greatest poet alive. And we have a caller that did press one, so I'm going to bring them on air now. 
Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Miss Mocha. How are you? I'm wonderful. And what's your name? My name is Anna Cynthia. Okay. You have a comment or question for our guest tonight? I do have a comment. I just want to congratulate you guys and let you know that I don't always comment, and I can't catch every show on air, but I do mm-hmm. always try to go back and listen or, you know, catch you when I can. Okay. And I do just want you guys to know that you have much support, a thousand and one percent, because I think we all need to support each other in everything that's motivational and positive in life. Yes, Absolutely. We do, and thank so, you so much no for calling one, in. Punch one, so I just point punch one just to let you know that you do have faithful listeners that's out there, and sometimes a lot of us don't really have questions. I just like to listen. I like okay. to get that information that you guys put out there because some of it to some people it may not be useful, and to some of us we appreciate it. At least I do. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Yes, you guys have a great night. Okay, you too. You too, Mel. You too. Wow, I love it when we have our our listeners call in and and, um, express themselves about the show. It always helps with, um, you know, just to hear some feedback. Um, Now, GPA. What I mm-hmm. need you to do is tell our listeners where they can purchase your book. Um, and also, oh, you already told us, but you can tell us again. I know you love talking. Uh, tell us uh, where to purchase your book, the website. You can do it. Well, that's a great thing. That's good. Folks' mouths yes, don't get fed. Ain't that what they say? Nope. Yeah. So, um, also, and, and tell us um, what we can look for from you in 2012. Okay. Uh, everything GPA, um, my books, my CD, T-shirts, uh, can be purchased at www.iblowyourmind.com. It's secure PayPal. It's spelled just like it sounds. Um, just so for credibility reasons, let me know that my books are also on Amazon, because I know a lot of us like to know that it's on Amazon. So we can know it's credible. A lot of us like to mm-hmm. see that this is on Amazon. But please go to my website. It's secure because I get the money. I don't have to wait for the money. I, I get the money from there. And you get your stuff quicker, and I sign your books. I sign it on Amazon, too, but I might give you something, a free DVD or something, if you want it from me directly. Um, what we have upcoming, I head to Sacramento another week. I am the um, headliner on something called Winner of Love. It's different seasons, but, of course, it's winter right now. Um, there are some people up there, they saw me perform, and so they wanted me to come on back. And they've got a few show dates up there to start at February 9th, and they go through Valentine's Day, so I'll be performing on Valentine's Day. And then I head back here. I'm a member of the Chicago Black Authors Network, and I'll, oh, be, yeah. downtown, I'll be posting all this on my page. So I'll be um, downtown at the Thompson Center the 16th and the 17th, and then also the 23rd and the 24th. Um, somewhere in there, let me see, let me keep going. Uh, March, there's some more things. Um, no, then I had, I'm sorry, then I, I had to Detroit on March 9th. Uh, March 24th, my book comes out, The Mind of a Poet, Unsub, and I'll be in Atlanta. I'll, I'll be there at that book fair and also performing. 
um, and then April I have some dates, and there's several dates throughout the year where I'm performing, I'm featuring here in Chicago, and also will be at various book fairs where you'll be able to see me read and what have you. Um, and I just basically this year um, I'm just going to fortify just who, what I do and who I am and just try to give you the best poetry a poet can give you. That, that, that's basically it. I'm just going to give you the best that I have, whether writing or verbalizing. Um, the book, The Mind of a Poetic Unsub, it's intense. It's going to take you in. You're going to look at me maybe in a different way because, like I said, it's somewhat, you know, it's a lot uh, autobiographical. Um, I may be working on a new CD, but I'm not. that's not what I'm on right now. Like when I wrote the CD, when I did the CD before, and just give a quick shout-out to Black Ice, that's B-L-A-Q, he, the guy from here, the one from here. Um, mm-hmm. He did he did the music on my CD, the GPA experience. I worked with him. Um, he does a great job with his organization and all of that. So I did the CD because a lot of the supporters wanted me to do a CD. They thought my voice worked well with that. So that was that. That's not my thing, to be quite frank with you. I'd rather write all day um, and then perform second. But So I'm going to give you the best poetry I think the poet can give you um, this year. Uh, you're going to see me some of everywhere. Um, if you got sick of my name last year, being somewhere everywhere, you're going to really regurgitate this year because I'm, I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going to make sure I pop up, interviews, uh, appearances, book fairs, book reviews, er- everything. I'm just going to give it to you and just tell poetry, hey, this is what I did for you. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> wow. Well, that's what's up. Okay. That's what's up. I, I- I have one one final question. Um, sure. How can Black Writers Space help help you sell more books? Help you um, get your name out there even more? Like you said, you you your goal is to be the greatest ever. Like I kept saying, <laughs> every time I looked at GPA, I kept saying ever. Then I said, Oh no, it's not ever. It's alive. But um, what can we do to help? Well, baby, that's an excellent question. No one's ever asked that. Um, that's an excellent question. Basically, it's real simple. Let us help each other. You probably okay. have things that you, you have, events. Like I had a performance mm-hmm. the, the, the last week uh, when, you, when, you, when you had your networking event. I forgot about it. I, I, I really had. I, I forgot mm-hmm. that I was supposed to perform somewhere. It snuck up on me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I looked on the, the calendar. I was supposed to be there. But stuff like that, when you have stuff, feel free to post it on my wall and when I can come or you need somebody to perform or something like that, I'll come and I'll come and do that. And so when I have something, let me come and post it on your wall. And I, and since I have you, I, I can email or, or call you, uh, you know, not mm-hmm. to put in business, but we're networking, so it's nothing else. So anybody, somebody crazy, you got to clarify stuff for people so they don't get to thinking crazy. So I can I can reach out and touch you and say, hey, listen, I have this going on. You can come on out and make it. Do you, would you like to come? Do I need to leave you a ticket or for you and Mario, whatever? Um, we just network, and we'll help each other. And I, th- I think that'll work because you probably have stuff, shows with people that could use another page. I got, like, almost 1,500 people on my page. I can put your stuff up there, and they can see it. And I got Twitter people and all that. So it's synergy. Right. We just create synergy and reciprocity. That's all. Yeah, that's where it's supposed to be. Well, I'll just send you an email, so um, okay. we'll talk off air. Very cool. Because um, I have a lot of uh, ideas for events this year, so. Excellent. Yeah, we'll Very definitely cool. be in Can I, say, can I tell you all again? Can I tell you all 
trying to tell y'all thank y'all again for having me uh, on your show. You're I, I really appreciate it. I, I, I do appreciate it. Um, and, I, and I always like to say thank you because nothing is for granted. I, um, you can have somebody else on there with maybe, quote, unquote, more star power or whatever the case may be, but you had me today. And you you were, you were kind enough to put me in and reschedule me when you have things going on or whatever, which I, I greatly appreciate. You know, so thank you. Uh, I, I appreciate that. It helps me. Whoever's listening, whoever's not listening, whatever, it, it helps me because I, I, I like this stuff. I, <laughs> I like I like it. No doubt. That's no crazy. Doubt. <laughs> you you are very welcome. Not a problem. And we look to have you back, too, especially after that next book comes out. Oh, I always oh like God. to have my guests back um, <laughs> after the first time. Because to me, this is like developing a relationship. So it's yes. never like a one-time thing. You know, once I have you on, I'm always going to want to have you back. So, um, but we'll be in contact. I know I'm squeezing I know I'm squeezing your time. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. But I know I'm squeezing your time. I want to, I have a poem. It's from my new book. Okay. Like, Mad About You was from my CD. Okay. I have a poem. It's from my new book. And at the um, Chicago Black Office Network, Black Urban Expo, I, I quote unquote tore it down. A lot of people were asking me, What book is that in? What book is that in? And I didn't have the book yet because it wasn't out yet, of course. I'd like to go out and, and, and perform this poem. Is that all right? If you got a couple minutes? Go ahead. Is that all right? Uh huh. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to go into it. Wait for me. I need you to hold on as I get myself together. I know you have concerns about our financial situation and the bills barely getting paid. Sometimes the extra notices come. But let me clarify our position. Last week I just cost five years of my job, and I'm up for the promotion. And until the promotion comes through, I signed up for mandatory overtime when it comes. And you know every January through April I work at Jackson Hewitt and do taxes. And because I'm a performing poet, I get paid to perform, plus people buy my books and my CDs. And besides that, I formed a corporation with my brother. And he's heavily into real estate, so I work with him, you know, finding, rehabbing, flipping, sometimes ridding out homes and houses and apartment buildings. And I'm not saying that to be braggadocious. I'm not saying that to flex or anything like that. I just want you to know that when the bills come in, the bills will get paid. And I drive a bucket right now. I drive a oopty. I drive a raggedy car. Sometimes it stops when it's supposed to start. Starts when it's supposed to stop. Hot in the summer, cold in the winter, lights go on and off. But that's okay. I'm saving up, and I'll still keep driving that, and you can drive the upgrade. So I ask you, as I go to work, as I work another job, as I save up and I hustle and I grind, wait for me. Wait for me. Because I come from a place called neither. See, she had neither love, loyalty, or support. She's not like you. Let me say that again because it means so much. She's not like you. See, you, you show up at the poetry sets when I feature in the shows, and you're right there, coughing, rooting me off. Gee, she was missing in action all the time. You, you can recite the poems that I say because you were right there when I wrote them and when I practiced them. See? She couldn't even tell you the name of one of my books. You, you call me names. Hence, you're a poet. Beautiful. Honey, sugar, 
she she called me bleep, bleep, bleep. Sometimes she's standing together and they say bleep, 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 bleep. And I'm not in a current relationship. You're not supposed to bring up a past relationship. But the reason I bring up the past relationship and the current relationship because I still got baggage from the past relationship that I brought to the current relationship. And I really don't want the past relationship to ruin the new relationship because I really want to be in this new relationship with you. So as I clear my heart and heal the lacerations that are deep and embedded upon it, I ask you, be patient. Wait for me. Love, I know I ask a lot of you, but I only ask because you're worthy. And I don't say that with any arrogance or ego, not saying that you're worthy of me. It's just the opposite. I add the suffix why on the end of the word worth and add worthy because that's how superlative your worth is to me. See, because I look at you and you got God on you. It's all in your aura. It's the things you do. It's the things you say, and I'm not just saying you quote Bible scriptures or show up in church every blue moon. It's just in everything else that you do. God is all around you, and you're beautiful. And I'm not just saying that because I think you're beautiful. I see men look at you, and they think you're beautiful. I see women look at you, and they think you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're career-oriented. You're intelligent. You're well-spoken. you got a good sense of humor, and you like the bear just like me. So I ask you, so I ask you, as I get my money right, as I get my heart right and repaired and leave my baggage at the baggage claim, let me get myself together so I can be the equal half to your equal half and we can become whole. So please, love, wait for me, my poem. Wow. Do your thing, bro. Do your thing. Do your your thing, bro. (laughs) Do your thing, man. You know, thank you. you Thank y'all again for having me. You got me right now, man. March 24th, the mind of a poet comes (laughs) Coming soon. (laughs) Wow. Yes, wow. wow. You got me right. I'm right right now. (laughs) That's right. That's what thank I'm saying. Y'all. I thank y'all for the format. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. Um, I appreciate no this. Man. This has really been. This has really been like I, I felt it tonight. I, I mean, I, I'm always feeling it, but your your environment and, and you guys aura that y'all gave off, y'all really gave off something that made me just go into myself and just give it even more so than normal. I mean, I'm just I'm wired. Like I'm really just like you should see me. I'm sitting up sweating, and your body is sweating and shining. I'm sitting there like, whoa, wow. this is really great. I had a lot of fun, y'all. I had a lot of fun. And that's Thank how it's supposed to be. Thank y'all No problem. Like again. I said, we will have you back after that next book. Right. No doubt. And Mario, remember what I said. I want to read your stuff, brother. I'm a man of my word. I want to read some of your stuff. Uh, I'm a man of my word, too, man. We're going to connect like no other. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Do That's what's up. Yes, sir. That's what's yes, up. Miss Tiffany, thank you again. I look forward to meeting you in person. Um, okay. Sister, you seem like you, you – sister, uh, be real honest with you, and this is just me and from uh, looking from a, a distance, um, you, you got a lot of go-get about you. Um, yeah. And, and that's, I'm trying that's to go get it. You, you, got, you got a lot about you, and there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of, a lot of us, like just sitting waiting for somebody to do something for us, mm-hmm. you seem like one of those individuals who are going to get it and, and trying to push it. 
and not stop and keep pushing it. So I respect that. And I just, just know as you're going, I'm going. I want to be in the mix too. So, hey, let's do it together. Let's all do it. Let's all let's do it. So thank you all again. I'm going to get on here and root these laces on. I'm going I'm to call me Brian. <laughs> yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Okay. So well, it was nice having you, and um, enjoy the rest of your evening. God Y'all bless. too. Take care now. All right. All right. All Thanks. Right, well, hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Whew. Now that was yeah. yes. The energy was off the off the charts. Yes, yes, yes. He was off the charts, you know. He, he doing what he's supposed to do, you know. He, he want to tell him. Yeah, that's how it's supposed like, to be. And doing very well at it with all the books he's selling. He really selling books. And that's what I be saying when he he said, and I did. I googled him. He not like he's not lying when he said about Google me. Do your research. I always Google. I always do that. But um, he's right. It's not just two or three pages. And and as well, and it felt good for somebody to Google me. He Googled the, uh, I guess he Googled the show or Black Writer Space or whatever, so he could see that, you know, we're posting all over the place and, you know, trying to get the word out there. But I really love the energy that uh, he brought tonight. Yeah. It was much needed and appreciated. Um I thank our listeners for joining us tonight. I thank the one lady who called in and just gave her um, comment. I appreciate those comments so much. You guys don't understand how much it helps to hear that we do have loyal listeners who are, like, waiting, you know, to hear our show every night. So that's that's really appreciated, and we thank God for you guys. Without Definitely. you, we wouldn't have a show. No, we would. No, we would. Now, are you gonna? You reading something? I know you say you're over there, right? No. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I got some called Black Rose. Uh, I actually wrote this a while back, and I was actually talking to somebody today, and for some reason, they wanted me to say this poem. So. I'm going to say it because one of my friends asked me to say it, and they felt like they needed to hear it. I don't know why. It asked them. That's not my job to ask why. My job is to execute. So it's called Black Rose. Okay. From a distance, I can smell your scent. The kind of smell only God can send. So sweet, very warm with class. That perfect scenery, my heart beats perform so fast. When I look at the moon, I see your smile. I wink at the sun, peaceful as the cloud. I look for you. The garden is the garden is so empty. I guess someone picked you as you blossom without me. Where are you? The smell is here. The love in my soul. Eyes full of tears. Whenever you need me to water your roots, roll to my garden. I know what to do. I'll put you on a vase. The whole world will see. The rose of my world, your your beauty I will showcase as you come close to me. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Thanks. Oh, that's the only thing. 
Y'all stuff be real good, and then as soon as I get all wrapped in it, then you cut it off. It's kind of like, nah, find out what happened next. But like, and that's the point, because like like I told uh, DTA earlier, like Langston Hughes is my, my biggest, that's my man's right there. Like, I study this guy. I study everything about him, and when you read a Langston Hughes poem, it's just like that. It's, it, it makes you want more, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, okay. Yeah. All right, I, I, and I love, I love that because, you know, it gives the audience a chance to add what they want to add to it or say, okay, why you stop there or this and that, you know? So I kind of do it sometimes, you know. I got a lot, a lot of them where I, I can go forever, but sometimes I don't want to go forever. Sometimes I want to be like the word kids, keep it simple and sweet or keep it short and simple, whatever you want to say. Hmm. And you have it, Black Rose. Hmm. You was talking about poetry, right? You said what? You was talking about poetry, right? What do you mean? What I'm talking about? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that went over your what head. Okay, nothing. <laughs> um, no, I'm that over my head. You know, I, I'm not thinking right now. Okay, 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 okay. Well, GPA greatest poet alive, Livingston. Our guest tonight, if you guys missed it, go back and listen to the show. Great show. Great show. It should have had some people sitting on, hanging off the uh, edge of their seats because, um, wow. Yeah. The thing is, when they go back, like the the faithful listeners who go back that next day or a couple of days later, they're like, wait, wait a minute. I should have been there when it was live. Like, he is that good. I know. He, I know. I'm telling you, like, a, a poet, when you listen to a, a person who writes poetry and they and they present it to the audience, whether it's to one person, if you're a poet and you listen to that poet, you're writing. I don't care if it's on your Blackberry, in your mind, you had a pen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, when he was spinning, I was writing because I feel him. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. it's, just like a, it's just like a, it's just like, like you said about Kobe Bryant, you know, like they got a game against uh, LeBron James tonight. It's like they they respect each other's talent. So this person want to go out there and show who they is. This person want to show if that's what it is. It's a, it's this our craft. This is our this our gift. This is our art, and we want to show show each other that hey man, I respect you, hey Rio, I respect you. Let's keep it moving. And when I connect with him, wow, I want to do a collab with him. I really do. Yeah, I already sent the email. If you listen, the title of the collaboration will be called "On Top of the Mountain." I want to, I want to, I want to be on top of the mountain together and write something. So I'm gonna see what we're gonna do with that. Okay. Y'all hear that? I'm looking forward to to, to seeing that. Um, and I, I've already sent an email about. Uh, getting together on some events this this year. He has a um, that's what I'm saying. Everybody got their schedule going on and have out of town events and stuff like that. But um, I want to make sure if when I do these events in Chicago this summer that I do have him incorporated in there. So we're definitely going to be talking um, business and and some charity stuff too. So. Um, I guess we can wrap it up. Yeah, we definitely enjoyed the show tonight. It really was. Tomorrow we have Darren Lowry. 
We have not done a show on Friday. No, right? (laughs) Finally, I'm going to send him a a confirmation um, just to make sure and make sure he didn't forget. But uh, I'm going to hit him up on Facebook. But, yes, we're supposed to have Darren Lowry. He actually was the only author that showed up to the Champagne and Chat last uh, Friday. Yeah, it was cool though. I like Darren. Darren is so down to earth, man, yeah, and he probably. does well with his books. He gives information. He just that person. You just I always want whenever I have, I always want him to be included in it because it's so real. But um, we're gonna wrap it up. So we'll see you back tomorrow night, seven p.m. with Darren Lowry. I think he has thirteen, thirteen or fourteen. Books and good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Real good stuff. Great guy. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night. Have a good evening and God bless. Good night. Give me